Hello. Welcome to Another Finger. This is a podcast about taking the lessons of mindful awareness off of the cushion and applying them to our daily lives. More directly, this is a podcast about pointing out ways of living mindfully day to day and moment to moment. Again, I urge you to begin a daily meditation practice as these deliberate moments of mindfulness will eventually work their way into your daily life. With a meditation practice, we are practicing mindfulness, which brings clarity and peace. We can gain insights into our lives and minds when we are still. Only when still does the water become clear. Meditation is itself a practice in doing, not doing. While it is true that meditation is an action we perform, what we are really doing is absolutely nothing. This action of non-action can be difficult for many to accept, especially in the West, where we have a difficult time just sitting and doing nothing. We have been brought up to believe that we must not be lazy or unproductive, that we have limited time and we should not waste it. We need to be productive members of society, constantly contributing to this greater body. Though we have somewhat lost sight of our interconnectedness and rather use our time to enhance our sense of separate self more often than we use it for a communal good, we're constantly doing something to get someplace else climbing an endless ladder which always stands on a shaky foundation. A simple temporary loss of balance will send us crashing down. We in the West are always trying to achieve this or that, just to see that there is yet another rung on this unstable ladder until we reach the top. But the top is never visible, and we keep on going rung after rung after rung. In some instances, this climbing can lead to progress, whether it be physical, mental, or financial, but at what cost? Sometimes, less is more. We often fail to enjoy what we have now, what has already been achieved, and as a result, We miss out on real life as we believe that we will find happiness through a future success. The secret and simple fact, however, is that true success is finding happiness in what we have now. There are ways to train the mind to be calm, to relax, and to enjoy life here and now. But this training seems to go against this Western view of constant movement, always doing, to achieve something. This is why meditation seems, to the average Westerner, to be counterintuitive, counterproductive, and even pointless. It seems to go against everything that has been ingrained within us. It is in this mindset that meditation can be quite difficult mentally. Sitting still, breathing, and observing is quite challenging for the overachieving Westerner, but it may be the greatest skill to learn and utilize in life. 
It is a skill and practice which truly benefits ourselves as well as the whole, for we are interconnected. Doing less is doing more in so many ways which we should explore. Doing less can benefit our mental and physical health. It can also benefit the planet and our environment, and this non-doing can also benefit our pocketbook. One of my favorite books is the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. Central to the teachings in this book is the concept of Wei Wu Wei, literally translated as doing not doing, which is often misunderstood as a form of passivity. On the surface, this seems to be the case, but if we dig a little deeper, we can find that a lot of our doings actually contribute to a great deal of our suffering. Yet in a society in which we are constantly pushed toward outward growth and expansion, we are under a spell which makes us believe that more doing is better than less doing. How can we possibly achieve more by doing less? In Eastern philosophies such as Buddhism and Taoism, we learn to strip away concepts, opinions, and attachments. Likewise, as the analogy goes, a sculpture is created by carefully removing certain parts of a stone, say, as the subject begins to emerge. We find our true nature as we systematically strip ourselves from ideas and ideals. We are asked to remove the baggage which this material world has placed upon us. Over time, we believe in less and do less because our beliefs are merely layers which cover up our true nature and our doings are typically our beliefs in action. Three primary teachings in Buddhism are non-attachment, non-judgment, and non-resistance. Notice that these are not things which we do, they are things which we don't do. There is a Latin term, via negativa, which, if I understand it properly, means adding by subtracting. Much like the Taoist Wei Wu Wei, at first glance it seems like a backwards way of thinking. How can we add to anything by subtracting? In the case of our personal lives, we can simply avoid or remove things that complicate our day-to-day goings-on. We can buy more things which will add to the stress in our lives as yet more things to take care of and look after. We may wish to be healthier and believe that we need to add an exercise routine which takes a great deal of commitment and willpower. We often do this before looking closely at what current behaviors we can eliminate. Before we commit to adding yet one more thing to our routine, we may be wiser to eliminate one or more things. We may choose to cut out soda or sugar or fried or packaged foods before we attempt a new gym commitment. As we consume more, we'll have to work out more, which will lead to yet more consumption. But if we subtract certain unhealthy items from our diet, we'll add to our greater health immediately and continually 
whether or not we make it to the gym. It's often difficult to cut out certain things in our diet because they taste so good. But with a little mental separation from these items and a bit of self-control, we can overcome the temptation of the senses when we understand the greater impact on our overall health. Our consumption of media can have a similar effect. We can find that we consume the news, videos, social media that makes us feel a certain way, usually angry, helpless, or frustrated. This divisive mentality stays with us throughout the day or until the next distraction manifests. Yet we can easily let this go, especially the stuff we are A, unable to do anything about, or B, unwilling. Almost always it will fit into either one of these two categories. Opinions keep our true nature buried. Our opinions are simply our choices. So much can be accomplished and attained in our lives simply by subtracting that which is not beneficial or just flat-out harmful. We can also get along with less money as we do less, adding by subtracting. It takes sometimes significant financial resources to do stuff, whether it be vacationing or mindless entertainment or eating out. Doing these things less will inevitably lead to more savings, not to mention the greater environmental benefit of consuming less. Our overconsumption of material goods also takes a toll on the health of our environment. We are fooled into believing that economic growth is the most important thing in the world. At least that's what the insatiable wealthy would have us believe. But we all know that this takes a major toll on the planet. The more we consume, the more we need to extract from the earth, which leads to greater amounts of waste and pollution. If we choose to consume mindfully, that is, consume what is simply necessary for a continued survival, we'd all contribute less to the furthering destruction of our home, this planet, which provides us with all the things we need for survival. Clean air, clean water, clean soil, and nutritious food. This continued growth is a snowball rolling down a mountain which perpetually gathers more and more snow and continues down the hillside with greater speed and force, and at some point there will be no stopping it. But we can choose to add less to this unavoidable, messy situation. We can choose to drive less, thus polluting less. We can choose compassionate ways of eating and eliminating unnecessary consumption of animals, which also has an incredible side benefit of pollution reduction. We can choose to make wise consumer decisions in which we are not always purchasing the newest version of a gadget which we already own, thus reducing the rate at which we extract precious materials from the earth. We can be mindful about what we put into the landfill and what we can return to the earth in the form of compost. 
Placing organic material in a sealed plastic bag rather than a composting bin not only adds to our ever-growing trash heap, but it keeps that material from replenishing the soil from which it came, which is crucial for a healthy planet. Actually, you will find that as you do this, you will greatly reduce or eliminate your need for plastic garbage bags. There are so many things we can choose not to do anymore, which will greatly improve the lives of ourselves, other people and creatures, and the environment, and we can make these choices now. We don't need anyone empowered with some temporary authority to make us do these things. We have the power within us to practice doing, not doing. Our not doing can have a major impact on our physical, mental, financial, and environmental health, whereas our doing can often have the opposite impact. We are usually, as they say, overdoing it. Now, I understand that my interpretation of the Tao's Wei Wu Wei, doing, not doing, is a bit rudimentary here and probably not exactly what Lao Tzu was trying to convey on a deeper level. But wisdom is like this. We can apply it wherever we see fit. The greatest wisdom is layered and more and more is revealed as we apply it and live it until we get to the heart of it. This is one of the reasons that I love this book so much. At first read, it seems too basic and simple to be profound. But as the teachings are applied, deeper meanings are revealed. I'm going to spend more time on this book in many episodes to come. I think it deserves greater exploration here as it has been one of the greatest influences on my way of living, seeing, and thinking. In the meantime, ask yourself what you can eliminate from your life to make it less complicated. How can you practice doing, not doing? You can start by meditating. Thanks again for joining me. If you find this podcast useful in any way, please subscribe and share. Also consider rating and or reviewing, as this will help others find us. On that note, I've created a YouTube channel to extend the reach of this little pointing finger, which I'm slowly adding past episodes to. Check out the website, anotherfinger.com, for a growing list of books which have been a helpful guide on my journey and which have no doubt contributed to the content of the show. This podcast certainly would not exist without their words. Again, I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thank you. Until next time, enjoy. Enjoy.